When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. I don't know what it is, but I guess um, <laughs> I'm on a roll as far as like doing lists and things like that lately. Um, people have asked me to do some quick hit kind of uh, podcasts, and I thought, oh, it'd be kind of fun to talk about some real quick topics. And uh, one of the ones I thought about today is sort of God, I hate the word hacks because it implies a shortcut or cheating or whatever, but I guess you'd call them hacks for a more easy to maintain botanical style aquarium. Um, so, you know, if you're obsessed with with the, the function and the aesthetics and the benefits of a botanical method aquarium, um, you will like some of these things. I've been working with botanicals, I mean, for over, literally over two decades now, so um, we've had tannin running for seven, so been doing it for a while. And um, you've probably already developed some of your own favorite little shortcuts or techniques or whatever, but I have a few that I want to share with you today. So before I get into the sort of the meat of this, I have to qualify it and state that there is simply no such thing as a maintenance-free aquarium. We've talked about this before. Um, there's things that can help you, but you know, aquariums require maintenance. We've already established that even in our world of, you know, decomposing leaves and biofilms and brown water, there are necessary practices that you need to engage in to keep your aquarium functioning and thriving in top condition. And make no mistake, these tanks require some work. Uh, nonetheless, those of us who have played with botanicals for a while have developed some little techniques or again, I hate the word hacks, but things to make maintenance a little easier. And it's not always about maintenance in this context. No, really. Sometimes it's simply about setting up your aquarium a certain way or utilizing materials in such a way as to give you longer-term functional aesthetic benefits with less effort, as you're going to find out in a minute. So here are a few, here are a couple of real time-honored, God, I hate this word, hacks, hacks that you can use to make your life a little bit easier as a botanical method aquarist. So <clears throat> one of the ones uh, I talk about is we talk about leaves. We have to replace them. This isn't so much a hack as it is a recommendation. We talk about um, certain leaves. Now, I think a really good combination of leaves would be guava leaves and magnolia leaves. Now, you're probably saying, Felman, you haven't had magnolia uh, available for the last few months. It's a, it's a seasonal availability, and we're going to have some available real soon. I've just gotten word, so that's going to be good. We Everybody likes magnolia leaves. Now, why this combination? Well, for one thing, both of these leaves tend to last pretty long, a lot longer than, say, catapa leaves. Magnolia leaves not only have a very kind of exotic look when they're submerged, but as a lot of people know, they hold their shape and their color for extended periods of time. They'll recruit, you know, more biofilm on their surfaces than some other leaves while they're in your tank, but they more than compensate with their sort of endurance and their aesthetic. And they add a really nice tint to the water. 
And so the other half of that little dynamic duel is guava, and it's a perfect complement because it also has an exotic look and a distinctive shape instead of a rib structure, and it lasts a pretty long time when submerged. I've had specimens last two to three months before starting to break down significantly, and keeps its good looks and imparts a more gentle golden tint to the water. So between the two, you'll get like a golden kind of orange tint. It's very attractive. And of course, you know, if you keep, you know, fishes that are grazers or, you know, organisms like shrimp, they're going to take down that that biofilm and fungal growth pretty quickly. Uh, And guava leaves seem to be loved by, for some reason, they seem to be really loved by shrimp. So they'll tear them up pretty quickly. Um, And you might need to replace them more often. But in my opinion, guava leaves are one of the great unsung heroes of the botanical aquarium movement. They don't seem to get the credit that they deserve versus like catapa leaves, for example, because they're what they do is a little more subtle. I think personally, they're more exotic, a little nicer looking uh, than catapa. But catapa's definitely gotten a lot of the credit. So takeaway here, both of these leaves types, you know, look awesome. They last a long time and they tend to hold together without breaking up as easily as other leaves and making them excellent choices for pretty easy to maintain blackwater aquariums or at least botanical style aquariums. Okay. The second hint I have for you today is, oh God, again, I'm calling it tint hacking. I I say this as a joke, but many of you probably already do something like this, but a lot of you wonder, you say, how do you keep the color? Everybody loves the color of a botanical method aquarium and that's cool. Now, how do you keep the color going when you do water exchanges? Now, when you prepare your water for water exchanges, it's typically done a few days to a week in advance, right? So why not use this time to your advantage and pre-tint the water by steeping some leaves in it? Not only will it keep the aesthetics of your water consistent, can you believe we're even talking about the aesthetics of water? That's cool. Um, It'll already have humic substances and tannins dissolved into it before it ever hits your tank. So it helps, in theory, create a more stable botanical method aquarium system obviously you still want to check your ph and other parameters in your tank but the addition of leaves to your replacement water is just a great little trick that you should definitely take advantage to it's also a really good way to get the look and some of the benefits of you know black god i say black water and we've talked about this before to get that black water look from the start and then we know that black water is a set of chemical parameters and so forth and it's not just a look but in the aquarium parlance black water is kind of an aesthetic so if you want that kind of look new aquarium doing this pre-tinting whether you're using leaves botanicals or, or shade tint sachets whatever you can do this ahead of time and it's really cool and in fact it's really great if you're setting up a tank for like a one of those live demos or a same-day club event where you have to do a competition and you want to show a blackwater aquarium or whatever. You've got pre-tinted water. Works pretty well. A lot of people will say, well, Feldman, screw you. Just use the blackwater extract. And sure, you can use that stuff. I don't know exactly what it is, but it works, right? I guess. Now, I must confess, though, the most common, probably one of the top two or three questions that we receive from hobbyists is, how can I get that tinted color in my tank more quickly? It's really a very common question. And this is definitely one of the ways. Pre-tint your water. So step number three, or tip, tip number three, is another stupidly simple hack to not only get a kind of a quick start in tinting your water, but to keep the ongoing maintenance of the color. And again, I kind of laugh that we're talking about maintenance of color, but it's something people like. It's so basic that it's kind of like cheating, but hey, it's all about hacking today, right? So let's go with it. Okay, so... The inspiration from this technique, I'm embarrassed to even call it a technique, 
is those numerous frantic posts that you see from distraught hobbyists on aquascaping and planet tank forums who freak the fuck out because they just set up their nature aquarium and the piece of wood they use is leaching tannins and coloring the water brown and they're freaking out when will it end and i'm like when will it end that's a really cool idea so some time ago i i, I started thinking about it and i'm like you know every time you use wood particularly like the heavier stuff like mopani or oak branches or even a malaysian driftwood or even you know the asian driftwood that we play with uh this stuff actually puts quite a bit of tannin into the water both initially and then down the line now i know i shouldn't make fun of these hapless souls who just lose their shit and simply haven't figured out that tinted water is cool but the beautiful takeaway here for us is that you can use your wood <laughs> well, that didn't sound good you can use wood to your advantage as a botanical method aquarium fan that still sounded bad actually but you could use this stuff to <laughs> help tint your water how's that when life gives you lemon or in this case tannins you make lemonade right so many aquatic woods like my personal favorite of all time you're gonna laugh when you know what my personal favorite of all time is mopani which is just so out of favor right now it's not even funny as well as spider wood um traditional driftwood and mangrove they impart a lot of tannins into the water which is why those clear water loving weirdos yeah that like to soak their wood pieces for weeks and weeks and weeks before setting up their tank and use heavy amounts of carbon and so forth to remove you know as much of these tannins as possible will never appreciate their beauty but um one thing to know too uh, spider wood while we're on it spider wood i've done tanks where i've used nothing but large quantities of the so-called blonde spider wood it tints your water so orange you can't believe it it's a really cool color um it doesn't last indefinitely but it'll last for you know a few weeks or a month eventually disappearing when you do water exchanges but you know it's a it's a cool little uh, idea you can play with colors oh so so simply in in this technique you just give your driftwood enough of a pre-soak or not as required to get it to sink and stay down or in its own or perhaps leach out some of the initial impurities like surface dirt dust whatever then you just place it right in your tank and let it release its you know tannin goodness into the water sure if it's too dark even for your sophisticated taste you can always moderate it with some activated carbon or repetitive water exchanges until you get the tint level that you like and as every nature aquarium person knows the wood will continue leaching tannins for a pretty long time like that's really sweet right this is perfect for those who love the tint but perhaps don't like the idea of leaves in their tank maybe those who just like more durable but less tannin imparting botanicals or whatever it's easy it's embarrassingly easy and insanely obvious too most of us don't really consider it because we get all caught up in using our leaves and botanicals to do the heavy lifting right so yeah Yet aquatic wood is like the perfect little secret that's literally been in front of our collective eyes for a century or more of modern aquarium practice. And we just haven't been thinking of it as a way to sort of cheat. So I say use what you got, right? Okay, on that note, that's it for my, my quick tip for today. Um, let's cut it off here. Uh, I'm certain you have lots and lots more and maybe we'll do this another time. But those are three little legit techniques or ah, God, we'll just call them hacks for working with botanical method aquariums. Uh, and uh, answer some of the more common questions we get. If you noticed, uh, they all had to do with keeping color in the system. So I thought that was kind of uh, kind of interesting. So anyhow, hope you enjoyed this. Um, people have been DMing me like crazy saying, I love these little quick hit you know, talks you're giving. These are fun to listen to. So hope it got you thinking and got you thinking of some other ideas and share them with us here if you have some other ideas that you use, little techniques and shortcuts and so forth. We'd love to hear them. Um, 
stay, you know, creative, stay observant, stay relaxed and stay tinted because <laughs> that's probably the theme of today and always stay wet until next time this is a very geeky scott fellman thanks for spending part of your day with me i look forward to seeing you on the next installment of the tin